And welcome to the Caffeine Co-op. My name is Zach. And I'm Brandon. And uh, we are here celebrating lucky episode 25, big milestone, as Brandon liked to call it off potty, you know, the big comic book first milestone, right? Right. What's what's all our milestones, Brandon? Uh, Obviously one, and then 25, the year markers, whatever we hit those, uh, 50. Uh, 75, not so much, but 100, yeah. mm-hmm. that's when you get them. That, that's when you get, like, the spinoffs. That's when you get, like, the annuals where, I, as I told Zach, we're going to get an annual where, like, if you don't read it, you're going to come back to the to the main series and be like, what? Oh, why does Brandon have a robot hand now? Come on. I completely missed that. Like, Zach's an alien now? Shit. God. They really mess you up with that. That annual, it's like $5, too. Man, I don't want to. Buy that. I'm gonna wait a couple months to get on sale. We'll we'll get the caffeine co-op annual that everyone will have to like. It's it's not for for the podcast version. You know what that equivalents equates to is an an episode on a different podcast. Yes. Like yeah. like oh you have to listen yeah. to uh, <laughs> caffeinated gamers is what yeah. our second podcast is called <laughs> for the it's annual. Yeah, we got to. Um, <laughs> But I'll to celebrate 25 there. episodes, I do actually have a treat I want to talk about, uh, I, which is the thing that we've had a long time coming, um, and that is the Caffeine Co-op Pogs giveaway. And so I've been actually... In the Caffeine Co-op Minds, we've been working day and night making sure <laughs> that the fans have what, what they need. We have been just, you know, like, just us uh, coming in with wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow taking these pogs like out of the mines getting them out we've been like hitting them with uh pickaxe pickaxes as many references i can think of to snow white and the seven dwarves that i can remember offhand that i think i think is right but we've been yeah just been like we've contracted the the um pog lung for everyone who's worried about us but it was all worth it because we have some exciting exciting news that zach will get to so uh yeah <laughs> as brandon so eloquently put it you know our love of pogs and all things uh caffeine caught related coming at you and with this big 25th you know anniversary not anniversary milestone <laughs> is the better word um 25th anniversary would be uh we'd be an old bickering married couple by then huh um <laughs> But yeah, with this big milestone, yeah, I wanted to, yeah. to do something special. And so what I'm going to do is, like I said before, I'm going to have, uh, I forget the exact number, so don't don't worry about that. Uh, but I'm going to have plenty of pogs to give away. And what's going to happen is there's five different designs. And if you do what you have to do, you'll get all five designs. You'll get one of each. You'll get five caffeine co-op pogs. Uh, and essentially what you're going to have to do um, is basically just... Uh, write us a review, a five-star review on I, Apple Podcasts, or if you can write a review somewhere else, sure that works too. Um, and then take a screenshot of your review and send it to either Brandon or me on Twitter, and that's at Brandon Hyde or at the underscore Philly Gamer. And yep. then what we'll do is, you know, if you send us that review, we'll send you free pogs. And uh, I will say this disclaimer, you're going to have to give us your address in order to get the pogs. I promise nothing nefarious is going to happen, but 
I, I mean, I can't physically mail you things unless I have your address. I'm not <laughs> right. asking for anything special. I'm not asking for, right. you know, your phone number, your your credit card information. None of that. It's 100% like that. free yes. giveaway, but I will need your address in order to get it. Now, that being We're said. giving it to you. If, if there's any way you can, I don't know if there's like a uh, P.O. box people want to use or something like that. I, we we, we want to send it to you. The only thing is, yeah, we do need that uh, address in the first place to actually send it. That's the that's the trouble. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's no cost to you for shipping. We will cover that. Uh, we want to do this for you, the listener. The listener. If this we is, were a video this podcast, is just a fun yeah. thing for the listener as a thank you. We've had quite a few people following us uh, and listening, and this has been great. I've enjoyed every second of it. Uh, honestly, like just having a good time. Um, and this is my way of saying thanks. It's a fun little gimmick as the pogs came up, and you know what? We're doing it. <laughs> Um, I do have another thing. What so that is the that is the pretty much guaranteed free giveaway. You'll get these free pogs. You just have to send us a screenshot of your review, five star review of Caffeine Co op. Um, that being said, I have another idea that I'm going to throw out. Now I don't have any printed to show you, but I would like to give one lucky winner, one person. That's it. Not even me and Brandon have these, but I would like to print. A caffeine co-op T-shirt for one lucky winner, and that will be a random pick out of everyone that sends us screenshots of your reviews. Uh, so what's going to happen is, you know, if there's somewhere between five people, ten people, and I'm going to just pick a random person out of that list of people, and that one lucky person will not only get their pogs in the mail, but they'll also get a printed caffeine co-op T-shirt. And the reason right. I'm doing this, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm going to throw it out there. I am on a huge podcast T-shirt kick. <laughs> love getting a t-shirt to support these podcasts that I listen to. And so, you know what, if you like caffeine co-op, we don't have anything official that you can buy right now, but I'd love to get it out there yeah. just to show you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on this wild ride, get a pog and get a t-shirt. So like I said, all you have to do is put a five-star review, send it to Brandon or me. That's at Brandon Hyde or at the underscore Philly gamer. That being said, Thank you. Like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is, and let's get into our podcast. We're actually going to start it off different. We are a video game-based podcast, but let's be but let's be honest. We're just a bunch of nerds, a couple of dorks, maybe <laughs> the coolest dorks you know, but we're a couple of dorks. So oh, yeah. what we're going to talk about is we're going to dive into, and I thought this was a good idea for a, a milestone. Those who don't know, Capping Cup once started out as a comic-based, uh, <laughs> really just hangout session between Brandon and I, and that was known as comics and coffee and so we are starting out comics Absolutely. and coffee even though i'm not gonna lie to you again i'm drinking a beer not a coffee <laughs> but uh comics and coffee is what we're starting this episode with a and the reason is brandon's got me reading so many comics right now <laughs> so so venom I i'm almost caught up on venom i still have to read issue 30 uh, I've read issue one of King in Black, which love to get into that just a teeny bit. Um, and then I just read issue one of Crossover, as well as some other backlogged comics. Uh, but basically, this long story short is, and I saw this on Twitter. Donnie Cates actually tweeted it or retweeted it, and I loved it. But it was someone went in a comic book store and said, anything written by Donnie Cates, just sign me up for it. And you know yeah. what? I'm not going to lie. It's true. Dude knows way. how to yeah. write. <laughs> He yeah he, he's fantastic he's he's one of my favorite writers working right now he he's young and like hungry and just uh really knows how to write I think he he, he has like such a great energy for the industry right 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 now and full disclosure I've gotten to meet him twice he was 
amazing each time. First time I got to meet him, I was really happy to tell him that, like, I'm just happy he's at Marvel. Just having him there just makes me, like, excited because it's just, like, I like his energy being there and him come up with the weirdest, like, wildest ideas and just being like, all right. And it's it just and, and just being able to run with him. And it's been it's been so cool to have him just be there because, like, all, all the stuff he's worked on so far, like, Doctor Strange has been been awesome. Uh, his Guardians run was great. It was full of issues, but he ends it in a way that's like, oh, it immediately made you like need to f- see what what he's doing next in the best way possible. I think Donny Cates, especially him being at Marvel, is one of my favorite uh, happenstances of the last few years because he he does this like with his style to kind of get people to interested in like why I think especially I like him. Um, kind of to pitch everyone on his books if you're curious about him. What I love about him is that he'll he, he basically everything he writes is connected in some way, in ways you wouldn't expect. Like all of his stuff has either characters or concepts that kind of like tie into each other. Because in the best way possible, I remember I was telling to Zach when I was I was trying to get him back into in the comics and kind of like I was pitching him on Venom. I basically told him that like uh in in the craziest way possible venom and silver surfer tie in together in the craziest way that i like you could never guess um how and it, it was basically like he's able to take all these little parts of what he's working on and tie them together in ways that you wouldn't expect like there is i can't tell <laughs> the audience uh who it is but when you find out who cosmic ghost rider is it's one of the craziest moments <laughs> in the last few years of comics, but it also makes you like it, it. Like I did like a quadruple dig uh, when I first saw it, like, huh? Like what, what does that mean? Um, and he's just getting started. That's even in even his words yeah. is like, he's just doing like, he's just in his early phase of what he wants to do at Marvel. And he's working on Thor as well. So <laughs> That, and that's, that's what that's my digression. Yeah, I, I I think the interesting thing about Donny Cates, and I don't know if this is just about to become a Donny Cates comics and coffee corner, um, which fine. Uh, yeah, I, not, I think the bad. the funniest thing is he's so good at miniseries, like like phenomenal. Yes. Like I think yeah. Thanos wins Silver yes. Surfer Black. I think yes. is Silver, Silver Surfer Black. Yeah. Um, like and even like something like Absolute Carnage. Like Absolute Carnage is an in itself was a miniseries, I would guess you would say, right? Like, it, right. it was part of Venom, but itself, it was self-contained. Um, like, I, I think he's, it's very evident he's great on a short run. Um, and the interesting thing is I think Venom as a whole is is him, like, really, like, fleshing out a full series. And you can see he's yes. he's good at it. Like, yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's been interesting because I think uh, I've, I followed all of his Venom run and I've enjoyed every second of it. But the thing is, you definitely notice the dips, right? Like, and it's not to say that when it dips low, it's bad. It's just you can see when, okay, like, I don't want to call it filler, but he's like, okay, here's something to keep you, like, nibbling. But, like, yeah. just remember, King <laughs> and Black is right there. That's it's coming. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. we talked about that, too, when when vi- the virus arc, which I still have to read uh, issue 30 to finish it off. But um, it's just, it's it's a good storyline, but, like... The whole time, even in the story, it's like, he's not Noel. He's not Noel. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. but Noel's coming. And yeah. <laughs> to that extent. So, Brandon, have you had a chance to read King and Black yet? I have not. It's he been... has not. All right. So, I won't spoil anything. But I think, like, Absolute Carnage, 
I really enjoyed, especially having read uh, Red Goblin, uh, which was Slot's last, right. last run, and then yes. just loving the character of Venom and Spider-Man. Like, I think Absolute Carnage is 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 almost like a is it, what's the phrase a love letter a uh uh i say love letter yeah like like an homage like to the both oh, yeah, characters yeah. like yeah. history like it's such a good modernization of having to take on carnage in my opinion like yes. it, it's yes. like it's maximum carnage but better it re- like i've oh, read absolutely. maximum <laughs> carnage and, and i get the appeal but like it's very aged it's aged poorly and an absolute carnage it aged it's so modernized so well like like so many things so many shots between stegman and him um but the thing is i enjoyed absolute carnage absolutely absolutely for sure i enjoyed absolute carnage but king king of black i said this to brandon i've read only one issue and i already think it's way better like I I in that one issue I'm I'm reading it and and you keep getting like it's so hard to say without spoiling but in short like like you're you're following the issue and you feel like this one issue is the whole series like I feel like there should only be one issue left and he's got like four or five left yeah like like (laughs) that's insane like there's 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 like I don't I there's like three twists in the issue. And yeah. and like every time you're like, wow. this is something that would usually happen in like issue three of a menu series, right. right? Like something like that. Or like even so if I go into crossover, which Brandon hasn't read, but I know you know that you said you know the ending, right? Yes. So yeah. it ends with this girl saying she saw Superman. And it's like, well, she technically didn't say it. She draws a picture of Superman. And yeah. that's the thing, is you're like, it's crazy because you're like, okay, Superman's DC. Did, yeah. did they really get the rights to have Superman in an image comic? Like, right. and it's yeah. it's and you know it's called crossover, so you know there's it's gonna pull from things you can't even imagine. Something. But it's legally, yeah. how much can they have? And and like, it's a good story on its own. But ending with that like cliffhanger of like, is Superman coming? Like, you're yeah. just like, damn, that's it's so wild. cool. Like, yeah. is that gonna happen? And and that's to your point, Brandon. Like, that's that issue one cliffhanger. Donny Cates is fantastic guy. yes like he just has yeah. that clip and then but but that was the thing about king and black like i said he did it like three times and i'm like that's oh, incredible I'm, I'm like sir what <laughs> what more is gonna happen right yeah <laughs> what else are you gonna do yeah that's it, it's something i really appreciate with donny case's writer i was on zach about how he, he's he's one of the masters at like a, a first issue like hook you need that first thing you, you think of um first issue of venom like how that ends with uh like Eddie, him like um, he gets hit hit by that truck, and he's talking to he's he's talking to like one one of the symbiote guys, and and they're like, God is coming, but they're saying it in symbiote, and it's just like, what does it even mean? Like that's such great opening for the uh like <laughs> for that series, even uh absolute carnage number one, like you you love uh like the ending to that was um, Cletus uh showing up to Ravencroft and basically like oh it's going down between between everybody and I also want to say one of my favorite moments I've talked to some people about this one of my all-time favorite moments uh other Venom Rum so far is in episode Carnage number one when Eddie goes to talk to Pete and there's a line with Peter where he's like I hate symbiotes like I, I hate uh symbiote stuff it's just like it's such a great encapsulation of like Man, I've got stuff going on, and now you're coming into my, into my life again with like, now now there's like weird just 
there's a god involved, like all that stuff, and it's a perfect it's a perfect way for having Spider Man come into it because like he's way over it's it's way over his head in terms of, like what he's dealing with. It's just like oh god, <laughs> like I, now I have to deal with this. To reference that, did you notice they? I, I actually wanted I noticed they referenced that moment in the virus arc. Um, I think it's issue twenty seven oh, yeah, yes, yes. or eight when they're going through uh, Annie's. Spoiler for the virus arc. When they're right. going through Annie's backstory, she's hanging out with Peter, and she leaves, and he's just like, "I hate symbiote stuff." Yeah. <laughs> it's just so like, tired. Yeah, he's yeah. got to do the same thing. Um, it's not it's, like, yeah. It's so funny how a character that I'm going to call you out on this, but a character that you were barely interested in, I want to say like two or three years ago, yeah. and now it's like this man, this writer, Donny Cates, is able to. <laughs> is able to make it such an interesting character that like even you are like on every like issue you know what i mean like I'm, yeah i'm i'm on on bated breaths like i need to i need to see what happens next it's so yeah it, it's he's a character i never really gave a shit about i was just like yeah he he looks cool but just it, it, it never really uh, like click with me but it's it's the way that like sort of donnie cates like he's able to he he brings him into the story. I know I was talking to Ryan about this, and I, I I like the way he put it. Like he with Donny Cates is able to just like he brings him into the story immediately. He's like, all right, we're we're on the ground running. Like you have to catch up with us at this point. And I think that's something I really appreciate. Is that like he gets you in the air, and and then he he gets you to understand the scale, uh, not only the scope of it, but the stakes of what's going on. It's like not only like it's for especially for Eddie in in Venom. It's not just like He's dealing with his own stuff. It's also the literal like the god of symbiotes is coming. Like that's it's so huge. It's it's the most like epic thing I can think of. And it's it's so I don't usually use this word, but like it's so metal in the best way possible. It's like the kind of stuff it's kinda of, it's kind of stuff that they tried to do in, in the nineties, but like didn't really work. But like this has this has that kind of like a, a aesthetic and like look to it but it has a yeah. lot more uh soul and a lot more like a- ability behind it not to talk not to like disparage 90s comics but there's no. a lot of times where it's just like what's the shock and what's the um surprise and but this is like shock and craziness but amped up to a level with someone like who who knows what they're doing but i also agree with you um it, it, it's and that's something i think to me like I don't I don't want to be I don't want like someone like Mike from Crackle calling me out on this or something. But like like 90s comics or earlier, like Maximum Carnage, I think, is a 90s book. Um, It's 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 funny because the story like I get why it's so monumental, because uh, if you haven't read Maximum Carnage, it basically Carnage and his little gang, they they literally just go on a murdering spree. I want to say hundreds of people are killed in New York City. And it's like it's so like it's shocking it's that like you were saying like they they hung on shocking moments and i'm not trying to say 90s comics art was bad but like it 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 didn't the artwork doesn't hold up with the story in my opinion and that's what i think i think with apps like i think with you know stegman not not necessarily saying stegman is you know a better artist than whoever did maximum carnage i think it's more just the way like you said the aesthetic to how comics look now you can get away yes. with things being darker like i think yeah. older comics looked better when they were brighter stories and then yes. newer the, the because with how like i almost want to say hd or like 4k or whatever your comic is <laughs> like it it uh it looks 
better darker you know it's one of those things right. where in older comics they looked better brighter and now they actually look good dark and so you right. can get away with something dark like i'd almost <clears throat> excuse me i'd almost say maximum crime which would just be 10 percent better if it was done today just because of right how much ahead you know technology is with you know comic book industry and the art um absolutely i i, I, I but that's my big thing and, and that's oh god like and, and with Noel's design too, and like you know, Noel's design's been thrown around for a while now, so this isn't yeah. a spoiler. But like, Noel has something on his chest, and I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Well, right. like, when it comes to Venom lore, like, you're gonna tell me that Noel had a spider before Venom? <laughs> right. The only reason he quote unquote has a spider is because of Spider Man. Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but then Donny Cates, like, obviously that's the reason. Like, that's the right. real. Like, don't don't get me wrong. That's, that's why Noel yeah. has something yeah. on his chest. <laughs> but Donny Cates was like, "Oh no, that's not a spider. It's a dragon." And it's like, yeah. it's like you make he makes it work. You know, like it's like yeah. it's like okay. The, now, now you're basically saying that Spider-Man's black suit spider logo was "quote unquote" based off of Null's dragon. Like, right. isn't yeah, that yeah. such a cool idea? Like, it's it's really remarkable. It's something where it's like it's taking. Um, it's really funny because that's actually really similar to what one of my other other favorite writers, uh, Grant Morrison, will, will do with like even older comics where like they will take. Uh, like stuff from like the forties and fifties and like update it. They'll be like, Oh, it's actually, it's actually this, um, where probably one of my favorite aspects was like, uh, recently I was reading, um, there are seven soldiers, uh, shining night series where they recontextualized the, the Lazarus pits, uh, from Batman. They recontextualized that as it's actually new gods, uh, technology so it's basically it was like a, a really cool little thing where it was taking this idea that like Ra's al Ghul is actually using uh this like space technology that this whole time we we, we always thought it was like magic in some way and it's it's cool like there's l l little things in that like in comics that I think can, can only work in uh in in companies and in characters that have had such a long history over time where we we, we can take these aspects of characters and kind of like recontextualize them or have a new meaning to them uh in a way that like doesn't really happen in other mediums i think it's and it's just so exciting every time i love when when it happens like with, with venom especially it's such a cool idea of like you you have this idea of like oh with, with the symbiote he like this symbiote it, it came from uh battle world for like secret wars and stuff like that but it's so good because you're already thinking like even me i remember thinking i was like well, in this case, with everything with with Kate's what he's doing, run it's you, you start thinking like, all right, how did it end up end up there then? And he, and it's really cool because it kind of gives you this idea of like, well, if if it's connected to Null and it's connected to like all this other stuff, there has to be a reason behind that too. So we're we're eventually going to get the story of how the Venom symbiote ended up on Battleworld. So uh, that's especially I, that's what I was going to ask. We don't have canonical reason to Venom being on Battleworld, right? This no. moment. So that would, uh, that's, that's yeah. got to be something. I know Donny Cates has already been uh, quoted saying, yeah, he already knows what he's doing after King of Black. Like he has yeah. the next Venom run in, in, the, in the back pocket, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to think that somehow that will eventually be addressed just because no one like I, I don't want to do a disservice to anyone who's ever written for Venom, like especially, you know, Reminder, who did Agent Venom, which is a completely <laughs> different story, who right. Cates has has absolutely like paid homage to time and again. Yeah. 
Um, like acknowledged a lot. Oh, absolutely. And um, but but I I just Kate's really you know what it is, and we've talked about this before. Venom from the movie, Venom from the movie, which regardless of what you say about the movie, which we love, yeah, a very likable character, right? Like yes. really, yeah. uh, Tom uh, uh, Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy yeah. does a great job making Eddie Brock this likable guy that's also an idiot that's also a i don't want to say jock but like a, a you know a buff like it, it, it yeah. he hits all the marks in the right way that regardless of how the movie is and reasons why i think the second one's gonna be better because there's so many good hands on deck um but the first movie tom hardy does a great job making the character likable and i don't i don't want to say donny kate's bases off of tom hardy but to me i think that there is some kind of connection there i feel that donny kate's Eddie Brock and Venom is very similar to Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock and Venom. And right. I think it shows in yeah. some aspects. I definitely think so. I think especially the way he's he's able to humanize Eddie in a way that I hadn't really seen him before. Because I feel like um, my experience a lot with Eddie was like, uh, especially the early appearances of Venom, when with especially with Eddie when he's still kind of like... Um, He's still like out on revenge, and he, he's trying to go after Spider Man, stuff like that. And it's like, uh, and it's it's definitely like you have this sense of like, oh, he's just kind of a meathead uh, when you first meet him, and then after a while, you, you get a, like, especially after everything with like anti venom, you, you get more of a like a pathos with the character, and like understand that like, oh, he actually he does want to help people, like he actually has this has a good side to him, but he also has like a lot of demons inside of him. He's trying to like to reconcile. I think it's like there's a mix of he's funnier than I would expect. Like, I think he does have a humor to him and he's able to like use that in a really fun way. Cause there, there was like one of my favorite recent moments was, um, with Venom when he was like in, in, interrogating a perp and he's like, you can either lie or, or you can run away. You can't do both. And it was, it's a really good, or like it's along those lines where he's basically telling him like, and he's, he's saying this as he's like masking up as venom and it really works because it's a really good way of being like you're not gonna be able to like uh yeah you 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 can't um you can't get away from like something like this uh it's a great way of like like uh, understanding that i think he really is making eddie um a distinct character at this point i think he does a great job and i'd love to i i I think i think i mean i'm about ready to wrap up comics and coffee but uh I do want to just throw in because you brought him up, uh, anti Venom. I would love to have a conversation about him one day. Yeah, I know I've told you, but I loved anti Venom, and it's so funny <laughs> because uh, slot slot wrote anti Venom, right? I think he did. He I think him. he, he um, created him too. <laughs> I thought that was a great, n- not arc, a great stepping stone for the character of Eddie Brock because, like you said, it Absolutely. was it was him just kind of like succumbing to I I want to heal what I've done, and and I actually yeah. feel like. I don't think it was a quote unquote necessary step, but I think that anti venom kind of bridges the gap between old school meathead venom and current yes. venom for Eddie Brock. Yeah. Cause I don't, I think you don't go through that healing process. You don't have that more likable Eddie Brock. Um, and it's kind of funny because the, I, I, I hate, I, I loved Colin Bunn's run on, uh, uh agent venom but right. the worst thing I think he did was turn Eddie Brock into Toxin. I think I think he did that. Maybe Reminder did that. But he, he is a very prominent figure in Agent Venom. Mm. And uh, that was the one, like, that was a step down to me. Because I oh, love yeah, Anti-Venom. Like, uh, but then yeah. Eddie Brock turns into Toxin. And it just, to mm. me, it was like, 
two steps forward, four steps back, or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Like it's just <laughs> not at all good. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, That's difficult. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, is, is there anything else you're, you're you're kind of thinking about for for comics? Anything you have your your eye on? You're looking at um, that, like either the listeners should uh, keep an eye out for. Or you're keeping an eye out for. Um. Coming up, I do want to start. I, I I've started. I have the first volume. I I do want to get into Spencer's, uh, Spider Man. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Amazing Spider Man. Because I I do. I'm very interested, especially again to bring him up, Mike from Crackle. Go listen to Crackle Comics. Yeah. Um, he he spoke very highly of it. So I want to give it a shot. I haven't yet. Uh, still waiting for a good sale on those. I did start Miles Morales from uh, I think his name's Ahmed. Ahmed's yeah, uh, the writer. Yeah. And what I told you, I'll tell the listener. Uh, so I've read the first three volumes. His he's very good at characterization, like right. like like the characters coming to life, the style, like making you either like them or dislike them. He's very good at like characterization. I, I don't know how else to say it. What what I don't, I just don't like his stories, which is really a shame. Mm. But like. It's 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 too broad almost like stretched out like the yes. the big thing in volume two is oh I don't even remember what it's called but I want to say the like assessor I'm I'm actually gonna do a live mm-hmm. a live look up right now a live check yeah. a live live check a live on the air yeah. <laughs> of uh, yeah. what the story arc was called looking it uh up oh, i of course pulled up the video game which we didn't talk about yet but we will be reviewing miles morales spider-man on the ps4 ps5 today yes. within the next 20 minutes i would say give or take <laughs> maybe a little more um but live check live check live check where is this it it doesn't matter basically i can't believe i can't find this but basically um this guy kidnaps miles and miles goes missing for like a month basically yeah. and his and and there's this issue where you take the point of view of his dad, Aaron, and mm-hmm. Aaron Davis, the Prowler, and it's really cool. It's a really good issue, but, like, it, it feels so – I don't know how – it feels like there's no weight to it. Like, like mm-hmm. Miles was abducted and missing for over a month in the comic, right. but, like, yeah. I felt like there was absolutely no harm. There was no, like, consequences, so to speak. Um right. And I, I think, like I said, like even that character, the guy that kidnaps him, great idea, great, great idea. I just don't think it was performed well. And uh, I, I, I really hope for the best because especially uh, some of the stuff in the later volumes, which I think is still going on because it's an ongoing series. Yeah. Is, for whatever reason, things are getting pulled from the Ultimate Universe into this. Right. And that's really cool. Like, it's really cool to yeah. see Ultimate Green Goblin come up. And yeah. uh but the why is not there or really not holding any ground. So right. I hope Ahmad kind of gets a little better at it. I don't know how many gigs he's had before. Maybe it's just kind of like his first step. But like I said, he's not bad. He's really good at because because I really like his miles, his miles as yeah. a character, uh, his Genki awesome. as a character. Um, I will say I don't like that. He wrote off gold balls. I really liked gold balls being miles and Genki's right. friend. Uh, I don't know why he chose to do that. That um, could be a technical thing. Um, I I don't know. It could be I editorial because of uh, he is a mutant and he's no joke. He is one of the most important mutants in X Men right now. Really? Um, cool. <laughs> it's hard. A little harder. Still going to <laughs> get into it. Uh, X Men's weird right now. Uh, he, he's on Krakoa, um, which is like an X Men island. Uh, it's basically like 
there is technically a school, but it's also they're dealing with a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's very much um, X Men's crazy right now. There's a lot of stuff going on with X Men. Uh-huh. Um, but he yeah he he is he is he is literally no joke one of the most powerful in terms of status mutants at at, okay. at Krakoa right now. So maybe that's that's they just didn't explain <laughs> the fact that he left the Mission to, Academy. Yeah. But it's just yeah. a shame. I really liked him. That makes sense though. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Like I said, I, I hope the best because I really want it to I really want it to work out. Um yeah. but that being said, that's really all I got. Uh, uh basically um uh the only other thing I started was uh I did start Return to Planet Hulk, which is oh, Amadeus yeah. Cho. Uh yeah. good so far. I've read I think the first issue of it. Um nice. yeah. yeah like good so far. Yeah. Not you yeah. know. I got kind of taken over by the crossovers and other things. Right. <laughs> it's tough. And I, I do like Amadeus Cho. That, that's a fun series. Yeah. Of uh, Totally Awesome Hulk was a really good. I missed that one. Um, I'll do a quick r- r- rundown. Uh, I did finish. It, I do h- highly recommend to people um, Matt Fraction's uh, new. It, it, it just wrapped up 12 issue um, Superman's Pal. Jimmy Olsen, uh, it was incredible. One of the funniest comics I've read in a long time. It was, it's basically a, like a madcap mystery with, with, with like Jimmy of all people at the center and trying to figure out. It's basically like Arrested Development, but set in, in the DC universe where just all this stuff is happening at the same time. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell, I'll pitch it as like, I'll, I'll tell you one of my favorite, favorite scenes where Jimmy's talking to Lois, um, and she's talking about how, like, when was the last time you, uh, you were in Gorilla City? And he's like, yeah, like, last month. And she's like, no, ugh, damn it. Like, all right, all right. When, when, when was the time before that? And he's like, well, actually, last month as well. It's basically just, like, it really highlights the idea that Jimmy's life is just insane all the yeah. time. Um, one of my other favorite scenes, I'll do, I'll do really quick, where shows bruce wayne on a date and he's like out on a date with like some model and like she's trying to feed him something and she's like boozy hungry and he keeps like doing this kind of voice for him and then like there's a little later it, it flashes to like <laughs> batman in the cave and he's telling alfred and like alfred says something snarky to him and and with bruce he's like i'm docking your pay by a few dollars th- this time and he's just kind of sitting there he's like also leave the fruit tray and he's sitting there by himself and he's like Boosie hungry, Boosie very hungry, and it's as him like as he's thinking about a mystery, and he's like um, he's talking to himself, and he has, and he has one of those uh, trick arrow things that, and it's yeah. like that one that looks like it's going through your head, and he's like he's talking to himself, and he's like I'm also hilarious, and he puts like the arrow <laughs> on his head, and he's just sitting there, <laughs> just kind of grumpy because like I think Jimmy said he wasn't funny. Um, it's incredible. One of my favorite. It's like it's a good madcap mystery at one point i will say another plot point jimmy fakes his own death but he becomes basically becomes like a logan paul uh youtuber in the dc universe where he's like he's pranking um a bunch of superheroes one of my favorites is when he's like he's outside a diner and he, he goes by uh timmy olsen um and it's like a like a shape it's like his, his like buzz cut head and, and he's like uh, we're seeing uh, how many jokers we can fit into in, into this diner. And he's and he's like un, 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 until Batman shows up and he's like, we're up to like seventeen. And it's just him being like the worst. If that was real. That sounds like a, like like terrorist level. 
<laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's yeah, it's it's a it's such a weird comic, just ridiculous at like cranked up to twelve um, for each issue, and it's just it's fantastic. Definitely one of the best uh, comics I've read in a long time. Um, real quick, last one I will say. Just finished it the other day. Was um, the new graphic novel by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, who do a lot of crime comics. Who've done like Criminal. They've been working together for like twenty years at this point, and I think this one is probably their best one. It's called Pulp, and it's basically about a uh, like a he's he's like a fiction uh, western writer in nineteen. 19- 41 and it's basically like he was um you find out into like pretty early on in the story that he was also like he's kind of a bandit and back in like the old old western days and it's a really cool idea where it's like you don't really you don't really realize like how much the world changed in such a short amount of time so like when he was young he was kind of like a uh red dead redemptions kind of style like (laughs) cowboy out on the run he's even a flashback scene where he's, he's there pulling off a robbery He's like, that was pretty charming back in the day. And he's like, he's winking to- towards like, um, like two of the passengers on the train. These 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 ladies are like, oh, <laughs> they get kind of like, they're yeah, they're like, um, they like they start to blush. But it's, I think it's one of their best uh, collaborations. It's just like, they know exactly what story they're trying to tell. Feels very prescient in a way that you wouldn't expect. Like, feels very re- relevant in a political way, in in a way that I was like really surprised by, but also. Uh, very moving and very it's like very quietly angry in a way that's like really satisfying it's like oh hell yeah um great stuff uh if you were looking out for christmas gifts or comics for the holiday get on it um cool yeah those are those sound great the jimmy olsen stuff (laughs) man sounds like I, I feel like there's Beautiful. no better yeah. character. Uh, no character has been better modernized than Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's having him be a YouTube star or whatever. That sounds perfect. He's yeah, he's like a YouTube prankster sitting, and it's great too because it's like all the stuff he does is offensive to people in the DC universe, but like nothing that would actually be offensive to people in real life. So it's right. like. You it's get like, what he's going for, but yeah, yeah no one's going to get offended it, by it. It's oh. like it's it's comparable, but also you can't actually be offended. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's incredible. It's it's uh yeah, one of my favorite sequences, I'll just point out this one out real quick, is when um at the end of issue three, he's like talking to uh he knows like Superman can hear him and he's on but like he has to bury uh the fake body of like Jimmy Olsen because it that's a whole thing. Um it was basically like he had to fake his death and he's burying his body. And he's like, listen, I know you can hear me, but I need to do this on my own. I, c- I can't let you uh, do this. And it's just him talking to himself. And he's like, I, he's like, uh, Jimmy Olsen is dead. And there's a panel of him, like putting his head down. And he's like, long live Timmy Olsen. And he's put on like a mustache. And he's like, he loves his mustaches. Have... <laughs> he's like, who may or may not have a mustache. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> just him like talking to himself. It's, it's, remarkable one of my it favorite is. jimmy so. i just i love that character and i love your love for that character it's just so welcoming I, yeah. <laughs> well i unfortunately if you can hear this i have finished my beer so therefore comics and coffee is yeah. closed and we closed will move on to the bulk of this podcast which is video games believe it or not who um knew? who knew so so the next segment we're going to do is, of course, what have I been playing? And we've both been playing Miles Morales, so we're going to skip over that for each of us. Um, yes. 
because we're going to talk about that a lot after this. But Brandon, besides Miles, what have you been playing? Besides Miles, um, I would say I've been playing a game. I know we both downloaded. I don't know if you've tried it yet. Uh, Genshin Impact. uh, Not still. I... (laughs) So uh, here's the thing with that game. I like heard a lot about it. Heard it's very similar to like Breath of the Wild. I will say my thoughts on it is that like that game, it is probably one of the best like in terms of art design and just like the look of it looks really cool and just like the feel to that game I think is really remarkable. It, it, it's probably one of the best looking and like art design games that I have no interest in actually playing myself. Uh, cause it's really fucking boring and I don't think I'm going to keep playing. Cause I got half an hour into it and I was like, I'm still in the tutorial. Can I just get to like the good part? Like it felt like every 10 steps, it was like, here's a new thing you, you got to learn how to do. Or like, here's a new thing you got to keep an eye on your inventory. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I think you learned the lo- the wrong lessons from Breath of the Wild. Like, <laughs> That's is... what it, it looks. It looks like Final Fantasy meets breath of the wild but to put it to put it lightly yeah it it seems like you have to get through some mileage of crap to get to the good stuff and then when you get to the good stuff you've got the paywall to get over like i i I don't i don't see it being a really good game for the two of us um maybe me but i i'm not (laughs) i have so much right now backlog game wise that i'll get into but uh yeah I, I am glad you tried it, though. I'm Like, it's yeah. very interesting to me that you still gave to. it a try. Yeah, I kept hearing about it, and, and like, I liked the look of it. Um, I thought, like, uh, like, the designs were really cool. Um, it, it, it it It's a little more anime than, I, like, it's way more anime than I expected. Very not the anime, anime. And not the anime that I like. <laughs> that, I will the say the culture that... is very anime as well. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh. I have a feeling what you're hinting at. I I don't know if I like that. <laughs> That's like um yeah the, the anime I like is 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 people screaming at each other and th- throwing fireballs um as they as they fly through the air. But yeah, it's just not really what I'm into for the moment. And like kind of more inclined to play games that are more like story driven or just uh, the gameplay is like immediately something right. I'm I'm interested in. Because there is a game I've been playing that is the, the gameplay is immediately interested in uh, for me was Tetris Effect, which I've gone back to. Not Tetris 99. Uh, yeah, what's different. Tetris Effect? So Tetris Effect was the one on on PS4, and I believe it's on Xbox as well. And I believe they're getting an update called Tetris Connected, which is kind of like a co-op version. But basically... With Tetris Effect, it comes from people might recognize the name, which is a term for when you're playing a video game, especially Tetris, for so long that you start to uh, have not visions, but you you start to think of the world in the same way as Tetris, where you'll like you'll look away and you'll continue to see like shapes or something, like that, and you'll keep like you'll you'll be so focused on the game that you're still thinking about you're still thinking about playing it afterward or it'll be like, you're so in, in the zone that you just, you're not even thinking about what you're doing. You're not like, Oh, I got to put this piece here. You're just, you're just doing it. It's like a Zen like kind of state. So this kind of, it, 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 it taps into that. And I will say it's difficult to describe, but if you are curious about it, look up some videos about how it looks because basically each stage is 
a Tetris level, but it's um, the music's different. So every time you, you you bring a block down, it makes a little like a little noise. So it'd be like doom, 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 and it kind of like it's it can be um, there's like there's like a sand level that has that that, that like a sort of music from there, and there's like a neon kind of level. Each one is very very bright and co- colorful and kind of like really gives you a good sense of like. A different style of Tetris that makes you kind of like appreciate what Tetris is kind of is about. Um, my Tetris 99 skills have not <laughs> transferred, or I've completely lost them. I can't tell at this point. Uh, it's tougher than I expected, but it's still a lot yeah. of fun and definitely yeah. like it's good for playing like 20 minutes at a time. Like I'm not going to play super long because I feel like it's good for just when I'm when I'm stressed or I'm like anxious about stuff. It's just nice to be able to zone out for a bit and be able to play so if i may uh uh, inquire a question Mm -hmm. what is the reason that you went to tetris effect because it's uh not competitive like tetris 99 so you're like enjoying it more absolutely yeah it was definitely (laughs) like one of the things where i was like i want to finish these levels it was like (laughs) i'm gonna keep playing more tetris and not be stressed out all the time um as much as I like Tetris 99, and I will probably go back to that this week, because uh, I'm because now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like I got to get that second, <laughs> get that second win on Tetris 99. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's definitely this. It's just like a very relaxing Zen-like version compared to Tetris 99, where that's like the highly competitive, uh, like intense version. That's like the in Minecraft when you do like the creative mode versus the exploration mode. Yeah. Or I guess like exploration is the one that I in um uh yeah. yeah 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 and then like creative mode is more like the yeah just do your own thing right um, it's the, even it's though, the create but all or sorry you know you're right never mind, keep going right <laughs> and then like even though with effect you can die but it's not as um immediately stressful as as 99 mm-hmm. so that's yeah i think it's really really great i think it's on game pass um for xbox people right now um it should be cheap on ps4 uh it's definitely worth it definitely worth trying out if you can get the the demo should be on there it's it is available also on in vr which i've heard is That's really cool. cool where it's a very like uh encapsulating uh sense of when you're playing and i think that's that's a really cool really cool way of doing it um is, it, is that kind of like uh i mean i mean just guessing it, it i forget what it's called so i this is gonna be a bad <laughs> question is it is it similar to the effect of the the lightsaber music game kind of like appeal a oh, beat saber yeah, I think so. Yeah, I it, it definitely is that kind of like you're you're in this you're so in the zone that you're not really thinking about anything else. Yes, I think it's supposed to be like helps a lot with like headphones, especially. That's even on the on the screen they tell you like this game is best enjoyed with headphones. Like you should, hmm. that, like they don't say it. They, they're not aggressive with it, but they're not like, hey motherfucker, like you should probably put some headphones on. They're more like we su- we highly suggest you should you should put some headphones on. Right, parentheses motherfucker uh <laughs> that's my version <laughs> that's me editorializing but yeah i think it's definitely like if you like tetris it's worth checking out like that's probably the, the bottom line like if i don't know who doesn't like tetris that's the thing um but like worth uh worth doing especially for that uh basically it i will say i'm excited to go back into arkham knight because um they recently updated it <laughs> really where yeah, well, not not fully updated it, but they updated it with what I care about, and what uh, maybe two other people in the world I know them who will care about it. But they added a a Batman skin from Grant Morrison's run, the Batman of Zeranar, 
uh, which they had they had for a while, and then you couldn't download it because of like something like licensing or something like that. Um, and then they just updated it this week to have it. And that was actually that was the suit I wanted to wear when I wanted to play it again recently. But I was like, yeah. what's the point? Like, what's the, <laughs> if I can't beat Batman as there are? The only way it could be better is if they let you use uh, a baseball bat. Because that's a, that's a part of the Grant Morrison run where it's one of man I'm I'm so proud of this. I'm I, I'm proud of on I'm proud of uh, on behalf of them. There's a great line where he's he's a, he's a literal Batman where he's Batman using a baseball bat at one point. And I think someone does that. I mean, he's, he's like it's Batman and and it's such a good joke. And that I wish they could have included that in the. But it's great too because it's like. The skin that's from that story arc is basically Batman going crazy. And it kind of works for yeah. Arkham Knight because it's like he's also going crazy. He's kind of on the <laughs> brink in that one. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's like Luna's, losing his mind. Um, that's pretty neat. But... I wonder if uh, I, I, what I'm about to say, I wonder if that kind of like uh, pushed. Um, I always forget Rocksteady, correct? That's Rocksteady, the name. Yeah. I wonder if that pushed them to make the to get the update to get the skin back is the fact that uh uh arkham knight is now a, if you have a ps5 that's a free-to-play game um oh really oh wow yeah so well if you have ps5 and playstation plus um because mm. playstation 5 owners that have playstation plus they have somewhere between 15 and 20 games you can play for free yeah. at any time wow. um and like uh, i think they were all playstation plus of the month games at one point but they're just available to you whenever you want now if you have a that's PS5. really cool and yeah. that's what, yeah. So I, I mean, I already had it from the last time it was on PlayStation Plus, but Arkham Knight right. absolutely redownloaded. Um, you know, it's just, it's a great, it's a Batman game, man. It's such a good, awesome. it's still, it's Batman. Yeah. Still great. Yeah. <laughs> After all this time. That's so, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go back to that. It's going to be fun to uh, hop into another superhero game after one I just, uh, one I just beat. But, um, throwing it back over to you, Zach, what have you been playing besides Miles? So, after, so what I'm gonna do, I Brandon, I don't know if you want to jump back in real quick, but uh, I did do some Black Friday video game shopping. Did you? Oh wow! Uh, All on the internet. Well, if you, uh, yeah. Um, no, I think I kind of no, I I kind of held off a little bit because like there was some stuff I was like thinking about where it was like uh-huh. I've seen God of War on sale for ten dollars at least four different times and each yeah. time i've been like maybe but i'm like i've already beaten this i don't know, I don't know if i'm gonna go back to it um that's another lucky, one on the say. ps5 list just fyi yeah oh wow that's nice. yep. that's, that's pretty good um yeah. if you mean black friday shopping if by that you mean played titanfall 2 because i did do that <laughs> also <laughs> i forgot to mention that i did do that you just don't mention it because it's, yeah. it's implied you know it's just it's just like something i go back it's just like you know what it, it was like i was getting the shakes i was like i need to I need my quick fix. Uh, I played one online match and still won. Uh, still, I, like our our team came came back and won. That was the best part. We we were down like three people and we still uh-huh. won the match. It was mm, uh, just perfect. Wow. I love that game. I, what is uh, Titanfall three? Yeah, that's per- I know Titanfall three. Come on, man. Where are you? Uh, I okay. So I did go Black Friday shopping. I I usually I usually get myself a gift here and there for Black Friday. Yeah. For usually it's movies. I did get a couple movies. Um, but games more or less. Uh, you know, a hit here or there. Um, and it's so funny because last year Black Friday shopping, I got God of War for ten dollars. 
I have yet to play that still. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, Black Friday shopping is no different. I still got games, and I'm sure I won't play them for quite some bit. Uh, I got... Well, so I, I usually get a, a new sports game whenever I get a console, so I can have like nice. uh, like a, something to play with my brothers or online with some friends, you know. And uh, so I got uh, NBA 2K21. Uh, um, but the funny thing is, it was on sale for the PS4 version, not the PS5. So I got the PS4 version. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow! Just just because like it's on sale, it's still gonna work on my system. And on top of all that, right. that's the version my friends and brothers have. So like <laughs> that's the one I'll play with. Um, right. So I got that. Uh, I got a game called I don't know if you've heard of it, Near uh, Automata or Automata, Automata yeah. or something. Um, I've been wanting to play it for so long, and too, uh, because yeah. I've heard such good things. And I just it's I wasn't willing to put the full money out for it. And it was on sale. It was actually on sale, like the, the game of the year edition or whatever. It was on sale for like twelve dollars on on Best Buy. And I missed it. It sold out. Uh, yeah. So I got GameStop had it on sale used for the same price. But it was the base edition. But I don't really care. That's yeah. all I need. Um, yeah. So I got that. So I got I got that. Um, I got Brandon's game, which we still haven't played yet, but we're going to have to play soon after maybe I get a couple rounds in on my own. But I got Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh. The funny thing good. is, I think that was yeah. $11. Like, I don't think I actually thought really? of irony there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were like, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. I'm actually, it was funny. I, I didn't do it, but um, uh, when I put, so I put all these games in my system to download the, you know, storage data and all that. And when I put Mortal Kombat 11 in, it immediately was like, do you want to upgrade to the PS5 version? And I didn't um, because I don't oh, know if idea. we can play if yeah. I have the PS5 yeah. version. And that was yeah. like 60 to That's 80% of the reason why I got it. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Now, all of these new games aside, Brandon, what do you think I've been playing? Uh, I'm gonna take a wild shot in the dark here. Um, gonna say uh, Star Wars Masters of Terracossi for the PS1. You you're so close, so close. Uh, uh, actually, uh, it was Masters of Terracossi number two for the PS2. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, it. I've been playing Kingdom Hearts three, so I get all oh, these new games, shit. and I'm still playing. Kingdom <laughs> But in Are my you... defense, as Brandon, as you guys all know from the last episode, all my game data got erased, and like part of me is like, I want to get, I want to oh, no. get it back, I want to beat it. So I'm curious, like, how much of that, how much part of you was like, oh no, I gotta play Kingdom Hearts three again? <laughs> it's like. Well, it, it was about 50 50 like my okay. soul like yeah, like like legitimately like the part of me that was upset was like dead inside because right. my uh yazora run was gone like that proof that i beat him was gone yeah. well i still have the trophy which is good yeah but um but that like but that save file being gone that like hurt <laughs> but then yes literally i'd say 50 50 the other side of me was like guess i'll just have to do it again <laughs> Shucks, yeah, it, that's that's how I felt after my Switch came back, um, and like all, all, all my saves were gone, and I I had to restart. Uh, I remember you saying that about Mario. Yeah, yeah, it was basically I was like, oh no, I got to play the campaign again. Might as well just sit down and beat the whole f- fucking thing all over again. And it's so, one of my favorites. Yeah, actually, speaking of campaigns and such, I there is another game that I've been playing that I actually basically already quit. 
And uh, that's Kingdom Hearts Melody Memory. Uh, the oh, the, the yeah. music Kingdom Hearts game that came that's out that has new this. story yeah. lore. Um, I, if you saw my Twitter, my tw- the, I, I tweeted out. I, I basically was just, I got to the point where I was just done. I, I, I'm just not, it's not, a, it's, hey, if you're into these kinds of, uh, uh, what do they call it, uh, rhythm games? If you're yep. into a rhythm game, yeah, it's great. It is it's not poorly made. It's good. It is what it is. All that stuff. But I just don't care. And, and like, I, I yeah. was, I spent like an hour playing it the one day and I got no progress in. And I'm just like, there's like an hour of footage in this game. Yeah. I'm just going to get lost <laughs> on YouTube. And that's what I did. I watched the next day, I pulled it up yeah. on YouTube and I watched it. And you know what? It was exactly what I expected in the sense that, like, nothing's really accomplished, but it's, it very clearly, it keeps setting up for the next saga or for kingdom hearts four or whatever it's going to be. And I like it. Like I like where the series is going, but I just did not need this game. I don't care. Right. I did not like, and, and like, if you liked it, like I'm not bashing you like good for you, man. If you like melody of memory, all the power, <laughs> all the power <laughs> to you. But this is one of those things where I was like, I did not need to spend. I, I think I got it uh, with like a sale on. I-, I was able to get like a game, either a honey or a GameStop coupon or something. So I think I got it for fifty instead of sixty. But right. I did not need to pay full price for this game. Like I, I this this game was remarkably <laughs> underwhelming in my opinion, like, and it's just a shame. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I do like. I'm sure I'll try to go back to it at some point. But like, I'd really like, like I said, like I just rather keep playing Kingdom Hearts three again. Like that game yeah. is so good in my opinion. Yeah, that point. Like, Why would I not enjoying it? Exactly, and like. What I found out is, oh boy, what I found out was that, like, the only hour of cutscenes is at the end of the quote-unquote, like, campaign, and it's like, you have to get to, like, uh, it's, like, it's a 10-hour game or something, so it's like, you need that, and, and if you're like me, and you're bad at the game, it takes longer than 10 hours to get there. (laughs) Right, it's like, that's the thing, it's gonna take me, it's way longer to, to get what I want to, um. I'm just done with it. I have no interest. I, that's I, it was you... a little sad. Like I'd rather play. Like to me, I'd rather play the mobile game. I'd rather play right. these. Oh wow. These, these yeah, these money walled mobile games. I don't know. Uh, but that's about it. So like when it comes to what else, I don't. Uh, um, uh, I did a quick. I did a question about yeah. Melody memories. Um, yeah. memory melt. Whatever. Uh, you yeah. know I'm talking no, about. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, have Have you watched the cutscenes yet? Yes. Yes. So I've oh. completely watched everything so that because like i said i don't know i i I was being there was like i knew there was only an hour of new content and i was like i don't know how long it's gonna take me to get there like i I keep kept worrying about spoilers it's like i don't want to worry about spoilers to this game that i'm barely enjoying like yeah so yes i have seen everything i completely spoiled myself but like i spoiled myself so it's good we all i have a question uh so not in terms of the game but like in terms of the guts the cutscenes what would you give like a rating to that the new cutscenes. um i don't know it that's that's kind of hard like if i'm right it's only an it's like it's 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 almost like the first if this was the first hour of a new game i would say this is like oh solid like this is a solid setup but it's right. solid setup and this is it like i, right. I don't know <laughs> i'd give it like a four out of ten maybe Wow. Um, it's harsh. I, I mean, I'll tell you what, like we learn, we learn. Sorry, Nomura. 
We learned, yeah. I mean, Bring them on out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was a sellout. Like he he had all he, like I think someone else wanted to make this, and he I don't even know if he's the director. I'm gonna actually assume not. Um, but he probably was the writer. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like I can't give this a five or anything higher than that. It, it just because the only thing that so what happens is you learn the city, you learn the name of the city that Yazora is in. Okay, great. Uh, you learn that. The three people that are gonna save uh, save Sora, because remember, boy is mega dead. <laughs> the three people that will save him is Riku, Kairi, and a new character. But the new character is not Yazora, who I was hoping it was. It's Yazora's right. like love interest, right. um, which we don't even have a character for. She's she's the nameless star, is what she's referred to as. Like the nameless star is our next protagonist, and to me, that's like. like- uh I wonder if she she was supposed to have a name and just like someone forgot to put it in there and then a ship they're just like you put a name on that character right like mm, I I was supposed to like we were supposed to put a name on that I don't think anyone would notice too it's like it, yeah. either way yeah. it's like if, if it was a mistake no one's gonna notice too because yeah. I feel like the, it's just Kingdom Hearts for you it's like yeah. <laughs> this is like the most insane thing I've. And, and like, yeah. you know, you know, like I've always said, I love it. I love everything about yeah. it. But it's like this, this being its own thing and its own game. I was just like, ah, nah, I'm, I'm good. Right. I'm, good. I'm good. Um, but yeah, I'd give it like, oh, yeah. I'd give the cutscene like a four out of ten. I'd give the game. Uh, I, I can't. I, you know what? I, I actually, I'm gonna give it a, a, a um, I, I don't know. We need like a, a name for not finishing a game, like a, a huh, uh, yeah, a give up. I'm gonna call it a give up. I'm gonna call it a give okay. up. I'm gonna give it a give up. That's not. It's not a zero. It's not a ten. It's a. It's a give up. I. I couldn't just, do it. I just I couldn't think. do it. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I think um, that, that's fair. I've had a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's it. Why don't we talk miles? Let's get into miles. Let's get into miles. Yeah. Um, that's that's a good stuff. damn good game. Into um, yeah. Miles Morales. Brandon played it for PS4. I played it on PS5. Uh. I, I don't know. I guess l- let's start with so we'll we'll at the end we'll give it a. Do you want to give it at the end or at the beginning? Uh, ten star rating. Let's do. Let's do it at the end. I think it's okay. a good, uh, good good way to wrap it up. Yeah. We'll do it at the end. Yep. Uh, so Miles Morales, uh, sequel to PS4 Spider Man 2018, I think. Yes. Um. Uh. You know, it's its own thing though, and that's I think very important to distinct to distinguish, and I think it distinguishes it very well. Um. I think it's a very, 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 very good game. Excellent game. I loved so much of it. I'm still playing it. I'm going to replay it for sure. I played nice. it on friendly or medium, whatever the average difficulty is. I yeah. played it on that. I'm going to replay New Game Plus on Ultimate. Like, nice. It's a great game. I'm going to play it again. I love it. Um, I definitely have some things here and there. Uh, and I think a big thing is the story, which is pretty much what everyone's saying about it. And, and, and my actually biggest thing isn't that it's short i i do dock it a little bit for it being short um but that's actually not my biggest complaint um but i I like it i like it a lot uh brandon why don't you give them your opinion on it and then we'll go into spoilers so it's really interesting you mentioned like it being short because i i was actually thinking that's actually my compliment to it like i like the fact that it's a shorter like there's no fat in this game uh, it's very much like, I like Spider-Man t- 2018, but that was, that's a long game. That's like, 
maybe 20 hours or so. This is maybe like eight hours for the campaign. But what I like about it is that it, it has a lot of momentum to it in this way. I think I, I really appreciate it. And it's something that like, it wasn't a detriment to my, my playing, but it was, it was, it was a detriment to <laughs> my skill set Cause it was definitely, there was a point where I just like, I really wanted to see what's next. Cause th- the story has a great momentum where you really want to find out like what's happening with all these characters. There's a lot of tension with, uh, especially with miles between like his supporting cast and everything. And there's a lot of great moments where they set up the a conflict that's, that's going to happen. And it's not what it, it didn't go exactly how, how you would expect. But I think what I like so much about it is that, like, I wanted to, I really wanted to see how the story plays out to the point where when side missions came up or, like, collectibles came up, I was like, yeah, 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 just out of the way. Just let me get to the next story mission. It was basically just, like, someone could be, like, running people over with a bulldozer, and I would have been like, yeah, 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 I want to find out what happens with Prowler, though, so just give me a minute. I got to get, um, just give me a few minutes. I'm going to get back to you guys. It was just like every, every time there would be like a crime, they, they, they it would come up on your on, on your map. It'd be like a crime is in progress, and I'd be like, uh, I really gotta get to this museum though, so just give me give me a few minutes. Just let me like do this instead. Um, that, that's, that's more of a testament to just how well the story was progressing over time. That I felt like, yeah, I felt like there was a lot of tension in terms of like I had to get things done quick because it had a lot of like this feeling of like man do you really want to find out what happens next and i think it's a testament to how great the story what was written and like how much how much i love miles as a character and how much specifically and i'll come back to this how much this feels like a miles game i think that's a great way of uh for me to put it is in a lot of ways like the 2018 spider-man was a Peter Parker story is very much a Spider-Man, like a Spider-Man game by way of Peter Parker. But this one does feel it's a Spider-Man game by way of Miles Morales, where he it, it very much feels uh, down to the gadgets, down to the fighting, down to the story. This is a Miles game, mm-hmm. and that's why I like so much about it. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so let's get into spoilers. So this is your yes. warning. Uh, I would jump about 15 minutes, maybe 20 yeah. Uh, we're gonna get into some spoilers from Miles Morales. Because honking spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is your. La- that's it. That's your warning. Um. To, first of all, I, I do want to say going into gameplay a little bit, just like you were saying. Uh, I, I actually, I, I almost think this is more of a Spider-Man game than Spider-Man 2018 because, and and not, not in maybe the way people are thinking right now, but like. Like, like I kept forgetting that I did have gadgets playing Miles. Like I kept for because I <laughs> really? would rely so much on the Venom power and the invisibility, and then just right. webbing. So like I would forget that I had the gravity well or the whatever mind device and the holograms. Right. Um. Yeah. So I was really just using his superpowers plus the web shooters. And to right. me, like, like I think that's a very that's that's Spider Man, right? Like it's Miles Spider Man, but like, like I love twenty eighteen Spider Man, but I was very much an intricate like switching between gadgets while fighting. Like I right. used everything in that game, and that felt very modern Spider Man. Whereas this game feels huh. just Spider Man to me, because like I was either beating like people that. up or I was webbing them. Like I just I really wasn't, and you know the Venom punches here and there. Um, but I really wasn't diving into the technology stuff and I loved that. I loved just enjoying being Spider-Man. 
Um, That's really cool. It's it's really funny because actually it's funny you mentioned that because I'm not even kidding. I had the exact opposite experience where um, in the in the 2018 Spider-Man, I mostly relied on like uh, on just like combat and like I would forget I had gadgets because just because there were so many and I was like I don't I I couldn't remember to deal with them. This one I used gadgets at least like every flight. I think I was like using them, um, especially even even for stealth too. I was using them a lot, but um, yeah. there was a couple times where I was getting like a little overwhelmed with the fights and <laughs> I would just like throw down drones of like the, uh, the hollow drones, where it's basically just like the, these hologram person drones. So every time I was getting like a little too wrong, I'll just be like drone, 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 drone. And just like, Oh my God, I use drones all the time in the first there's one. So much. Fun. They're so they're actually yeah like super useful. And it was really fun being like a couple times when I was getting like a little overwhelmed or I'll just like throw out a gravity well and people just be like, they just kind of like get like thrown <laughs> up. Um, in a really fun way and yeah in in this way that like i felt more i felt a lot more at ease in terms of combat in this one um i think it, it's definitely a testament to what the tagline of the game is uh be yourself and like this feels more this feels a little more customizable or lo- more approachable in terms of combat than the 2018 spider-man was i feel like this one feels it's streamlined in a really smart way. It's like you have the gadgets, but you also have the uh, have the Venom stuff, which kind of like adds up to probably the amount of gadgets that Peter had for like his combat. But I think like mm. all the Venom stuff felt great too. I think there's something I want to mention was that like every time you you nail like a Venom punch, man, that thing that just oh my god feels great. Yeah, it's so <laughs> satisfying. And and yes. I I a Venom punch. Every, actually, I I just wanted to say this. It's so funny because. You know, Venom powers are an, a, a brand new concept to anyone who's just learning who Miles is, whether it's from Spider-Verse, right. whether it's from this game. Like, it's a completely new power for a Spider-Man to have. And it's so interesting to me how much it just felt right. Like, it just was awesome. And, like, when you're using it, like, and that, like, charge up before a punch, and then it's satisfying to hear. It's like a snap. Like, like you could almost yes. hear the crack from the comic, right? Like Yeah, um, yes. <laughs> but I I love it so much. I I, I think Fantastic. it's so well done, and I agree. Like the ve- the Venom stuff, I actually the the invisibility stuff was definitely my least used of the powers. I completely it, forgot it was, about it. It was more because yeah. I forget. Yeah, it was more because I would forget that he could do yeah. it. Um, but the Venom powers, man, between sneaking up and using them, or just straight yes. up, like I said, just cracking someone's skull with a Venom punch, so satisfying. Beautiful. Um, really felt great in, t- in terms of combat. Um, oh yeah. And that's what like this gameplay this gameplay was really perfected from the first one in my opinion yes. and and in a way that like you said it's still it perfected in it feels like miles it doesn't feel like peter and yeah. and additionally i guess i'll get into this now is that like the the use of um i know i know a certain company gotten a lot of flack for saying something about this but it, i'm gonna say it in a good way like they really personalize spider-man swinging and his like jumping and like right. everything that he did it felt so naive and wonderful like it was like right. yes he's a young spider-man like yeah <laughs> he's not just jumping off a building and going to the next one he's actually like yeah i'm gonna fun. like do a backflip because i'm gonna enjoy the yeah. fact that i'm spider-man man like yeah it's, it's so it's, neat it's the perfect encapsulation of like and it would be really fun to be smart it'd be really fun to have those powers and i will say i know what we are referencing the uh the GameStop review where it was the uh, all the swagger of a little black teenager. Yeah, I will say um, 
people, I don't think they, they actually knew this, but the person who wrote that review uh, well, is also black. I so it, so it does feel, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I think people got a little bit like a little up in arms in a way. It was like, uh, huh? <laughs> like, maybe you should check, maybe you should check your stories real quick. It's like, yeah. it's like maybe, uh, let's it down a bit. Um, there was, but definitely, I like what they point out there. It, it really is that, like, I feel like, especially, um, it's, yeah, it's the fun and the freedom and the, and just the, the style of being, like, uh, of being Spider Man, of how that's exactly what Miles is like. Like, yeah, he, he's very, like, funny and cool, and he's able to, like, really, I think, he, like, he's more naturally a- a- acrobatic. So, uh, getting off a of gameplay, uh, let's let's get into the actual spoilers of the story. Um, so, so big thing, and, and I guess this is like, I I think one of the reasons I dock it a little bit for it being such a short story is is I like I liked in the original, and I'm not just comparing it to the original. This is just the best like comparison I have off the top of my head. You know, for a video game, I like having multiple. Let's call them checkpoints. But really, I'm going for right. multiple villains is what I'm trying to right. say. Um, and they do a good job in the first game, you know, building to that final fight kind of a thing. Um, and in this one, there really is only one villain, and it's Tinker, right? Like, I, right. I, like you, you mean, you're introduced to Prowler. You're introduced to Rhino. I mean, reintroduced to Rhino. Um, if you do the... Uh, the, the, the training missions, you get Vulture, which is kind of a neat cameo. Um, but I, I really, when it comes to the story, like it's really just Tinker. And, and I think like, if this was a movie, it would be a perfect story, like, like yeah. a perfect, like story arc of a story. But for a video game, I just look for a little more. Um, but this isn't like a huge doc. And like I said, I'll get to my score and why. Um, yeah. but that's my biggest thing with the story. So the other thing when it comes to Tinker, so let's talk Tinker um it's let's talk yeah. let's talk tinker and tinker <laughs> the big the big reveal is that it's his longtime friend uh finn, finn thank you i forgot Which her name i also forgot until i played the game again today <laughs> <laughs> um and and to be honest i mean that was obvious right like but it's an early yeah everyone, oh, so you, everyone you saw it coming <laughs> oh no i actually was i was surprised i was actually okay. like all right if i thought about it more i think i it would have made sense, but I will say the way they set it up, I think was really effective when, when you first like looking back on now, it's very obvious, but, um, but, but I like what you just said. Moment, it's effective. It's a very yes. well, like, it's okay that it's obvious. It's a very yeah. well done reveal. Keep going. Yeah. I, I think especially because of the way Sorry, I got to, <laughs> I have to interrupt. I got a notification on my phone and I was like, huh, something happened. And it was a, um, it was a push notification from Domino's saying <laughs> we're thinking about you. I don't know if that's flattering or threatening. <laughs> well, Domino's, now I'm thinking about you. Listen, it's not happening. <laughs> but now pizza money. I will say they're reading my mind because I'll see my Ganda tomorrow. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think like for me, it was really cool the way they were able to to set it up with Finn. Was they have that early scene with Miles and Finn when they talk on the roof and there's a great bit where there, there was something going on over there, but I didn't know, I didn't know what, and it was good. Cause they, they said it in a way that it was, just, it felt like when you're transitioning t- from high school to college and you're trying to stay in touch with people and it might be in your, your freshman year or like maybe early into college and you're trying to keep in touch with people, but just things get in the way mm-hmm. and you're trying to reconnect and it's not quite the same as it used to be. Like you're, you're different, but also they're different. 
So there's that tension there, and I thought it was just that, but then like they did a really good job of there's something going on, and I thought I thought I I thought like there was gonna be more with her I knew there was something more with her brother, but I didn't know. Uh she yeah, I it actually surprised me with, with the tinker. Actually it was like a good a good surprise where it was um obvious in retrospect, but fun in the moment. Um I think that's a gr- that's a great way of handling a uh, a shock like that. And that's like that's kind of what I was alluring to was that it's it's an early reveal. I want to say it's within the first two hours, maybe. Um, yeah, and it's it's a good reveal. Like so, the reason I, I thought it was obvious, and and maybe it helps that I I wouldn't say this is a spoiler, but um, when the game when it, leading up to launch, it was already revealed that the Tinkerer was a girl. Um, I don't know if you oh. knew that. So no. so so that to me that and that might have been why it was obvious because I knew already that she was female and I was like oh that's cool like you know right. redoing like you know Doc Ock is a is a woman in Spider Verse right and yeah, it's like yeah. okay so Tinker is a girl like that's neat yeah. and when I meet when I met Finn I was like oh okay this is random new character that's best friends with Miles and then after the first time capsule scene where she, it's clear she has a secret and he has that's, a secret I'm like yeah. I'm like okay that's she's going to be Tinker yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be Spider-Man and it's like that budding that friend's head. yeah it's yeah. it's it's his it's this universe's prowler moment right cuz the whole yes. thing with prowler is that he knows prowler's his uncle it's the same thing even yeah. though you still meet uncle Aaron as prowler um, which they did a great job with him too. Maybe yeah. not my favorite character design, but I loved. I was his, gonna say um, it, it's a little too roboticy. Yeah, and and you know maybe that's yeah. Spider Verse kind of like tainting my thoughts because <laughs> that's more of a like cloak and like. But uh, it, it's a good. It's a good, like Prowler is good. I like yeah. Prowler. Yeah. I like the voice actor for Aaron Davis. Um, I just I I am not a huge not a hundred percent on his design. You know maybe he gets an upgrade. Yeah. Um, I think when I, he gets out of prison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hope but, so. yeah. I, I think I, I like in, in Spider Verse is a little bit more. I think it's definitely. a little more effective. Um, yeah. Even Ultimates, I don't remember what his ultimate design looks there. Is that closer? That feels closer to what they have here, but like different. Um, this was actually. If you, I know. I I feel like it was an eternity ago. But I was talking about Ahmad's uh, Ahmed's. I'm sorry, I keep saying his okay. name. Uh, but Ahmed Ahmed's Miles Ahmed. Morales. Yeah. Yeah. Ahmed's Miles Morales. Um, this felt very similar to that Prowler design. That's interesting. Um, I did huh. like the pr- the Prowler in the comics is a little little better. I think it's a little. I, I think, like I said, the Prowler in this game is a little too bulky. It's got that like bad Batman look to it, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I get that. No, that's a good point. But I like Prowler as a character. Yeah. Um, so you know, skipping ahead to the end of the game because there's a lot of good filler. It's a like I said, yes. this would be a great movie. Or, or like yeah. if you just watch a cutscene, like it, it's a great story. Um, yeah. the whole stuff with her brother Rick, I like yeah. that was all like Dinsey coming, very cool, yeah. very interesting. Um, moving. Yeah. you know, it's funny the rocks on stuff. Like you knew they had to be a bad guy somehow, yes. but like I was always like, I, I liked. I forget the main guy of Roxon's name, but like yeah. he he was a great like public uh. Like he had a good public appearance, kind of like Norman, yes. right? Norman Osborn. Yeah. It's like he was good at being in the public, but then being just a bastard behind. He the was scene. really effective. I really liked um, something I really appreciated was the fact that, like, yeah, I I remember like liking him as a, it was like oh, I I like this guy. Like they, they they do a good job of like you like him as a as a person. He and he does a good job of like public facing uh, persona right? and everything. And I really liked like just he was real. He was very. 
he was really good at talking of just like you understand of like oh you understand how this guy got so powerful mm-hmm. and how he reached the top of this um mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just me but i i really f- appreciate the fact that like he um he uh his face was uh let's just say um this was uh beth jivos mm-hmm. um or uh no no it was he was very much Jeff Bezos in in a way that like was like I thought it was just me. It was just like I thought it, like his face looks very similar. He made a couple like uh, faces like him, and it felt great to 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 really have um, something. I kind of have to have to dock uh, Spider Man twenty eighteen whatever re- review or like rating we ever give gave to that. There's some stuff in hindsight that feels a little. Um, feels bad now like <laughs> there's some stuff in spider-man 2018 when you you help the cops you, you set up like a uh, a surveillance state and it's like uh <laughs> that feels a little <laughs> that feels different in 2020 yeah <laughs> than maybe 20, it just hasn't aged well i guess it's like um it does feel nice this game especially uh and something i i appreciate is they're like fuck all corporations 2020 um yeah. but th- yeah. this, one, this one was heavy in terms of like uh, very is very heavy emphasis on corporations what are like a big part of present day um, I won't say like corruption but they can put a lot of pressure on um, people in in the public eye or have a lot of pressure on neighborhoods and cities in a way that you wouldn't expect and I think it's something I appreciate is that they were able to emphasize like and I feel like especially corporations have always been a Spider-Man villain. Like you, you, you bet in Marvel villain, especially like Exxon is very mu- sorry. <laughs> that was, I'm not even kidding. That was not a joke. Roxxon. But not there's Exxon. a reason, Ooh, there's yeah. a, but, but there's a reason why they call him Roxxon. Right. Um, it's because of that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's something I appreciate. They're able to like really emphasize like, Hey, like we're not super happy about this, but it really worked in the context of, of the game. And especially, I'll kind of wrap up my thoughts about the story. What I really liked was the fact that it emphasizes, in the best way possible, I've said this before, it's a Miles game, but more more importantly, it's a Miles story. And it's a big part of it is that it's Miles' effect on the people around him. Because, like, that's the, I think, in my opinion, that's why I think Miles is such an effective character, is that, like, when you're around Miles and you you're around him as Spider-Man, you want to be better. Like he inspires other people around him to be a better person and be like more like, more like a hero. Like he was inspired by Peter and in turn, he's able to inspire other people. Like he's able to inspire Aaron, uh, his uncle. And then like, he's even able to inspire Finn, but in this way that like he sacrifices himself at the end and he could have died, but it's like with Finn is like, no, he like, he did this because he believes in, in the good in people, and it's a really good like superhero story in terms of that. It's like that's a really cool statement on uh, superheroes in 2020, is to have like his his greatest power is not that he can punch harder, is that he believes in the best in people. And we get like a Spider-Man 2 movie moment with uh people are like he's just a kid. This time it works because he actually looks like a kid, not fucking four years old, <laughs> like. For, fucking 40 like toby mcguire yeah. <laughs> um yeah like and and you have that moment of like he's our spider-man and it's really powerful i think that's cool for i've talked about this before but the fact that like there's kids out there who are like who their their spider-man is miles and like they're they like, able so awesome to, 
it's so much fun. It makes me so happy to think about like there's kids who grew up on like into Spider-Verse is there for Spider-Man maybe and like Miles is their Spider-Man and there's people who are going to be like when we get older there's going to be there's going to be kids who are like Spider-Gwen is going to be like their like there's like their Spider-Man or like their equivalent. I think that's that's awesome. That's so cool to me. Like just as yeah. there were there's been Batman over the years like there are people who are like oh Adam West is my Batman and there's like you know like Christian Bale is their Batman. Um for a lot of kids, they're going to be like, they're going to see, especially for this one, I think they're going to see like Miles on the cover and be like, that's my Spider-Man. And it's, it's cool to have that. Like, this is a good statement on here's Miles' game. And what it is, is a nine out of 10. All right. I like it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that, that was a great wrap up there. Um, the one, the one point of docking was <laughs> because I don't like challenges. Uh, <laughs> and so really, it's a perfect like, game. Yeah, it's just it has that mini game aspect that you're like, just nope, don't like that. Smidge. Yeah, I'll take a half a point off that, and then half a point for uh, what well, there was the Rhino fight near the end was a little got got me a little annoyed. I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that to was to be honest, I mean, Rhino fights are that classic repetitive villain, yeah. uh, much like the uh, Arkham Asylum Joker fight, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> like it's that classic big thing, him? runs yeah. into the wall, get out of the way, yes. and make him hit the wall harder or whatever. Like, Did you do that too? Did, did you <laughs> did you stand near the wall and try to help up everyone? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Of course I did. Everyone who's played any Spider-Man games over the years have done that, that exact strategy. That's what um, you do when you fight uh, Rhino. What you do when, when you fight uh, Vulture is you, you 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 like swing around up top enough times until you can like until you can hit him until he messes up. That's basically like any Spider-Man uh, villain. There's a couple strategies you already know, but what's great exactly, with Miles? It's, uh, it's just like you said with Vulture. Like and like I said, Vulture has a cameo in this, and you have that same thing where you yeah. you have to swing around. Which I gotta see. You did the Vulture fight, right? I did. It's so did hard it because. It's in it's like a, a it's it's in it's in like a, a the ESU courtyard, so you can't yeah. actually swing where vultures flying. Yes. you have to keep like That's web zipping between the buildings, yeah. and and it's so. Oh, it was. Fr- I, I really enjoyed it though. Today. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really yeah. did enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was, I, it's a gr- it's a good moment. I actually really like the um. And you got Peter the acting and writing really like, good. Yeah, it's super yeah. funny. Uh, I would say, I would say like part of my docking would be. There was like a few times the controls did feel a little finicky in a way that like wasn't the game's problem, but it was just like I was trying to. It was just like I was like, no, 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 trying to get it right here. Just point here. Just yeah. I want to go here. <laughs> it was very much like, all right, I want to go here, and I would like slightly be off, and then he would be like, <laughs> like right <laughs> off, like a mile Slightly off where about. I was hoping to go. Yeah, <laughs> like no, oh fuck. Um, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Great game. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, so I I give it a I I I I love this game. I really do. Like I I I, I want to make that established. I love it so much. I'm so glad this is the first PS5 game I have. Um, yeah. it does it so well. I the fidelity versus the graphical mode or whatever the two modes are called. Like it's interesting playing the different modes. Um, first time I've ever noticed 60 frames per second. Uh, Brandon knows me. Oh, wow. Like I don't usually notice that kind of thing. But I could tell, Me <laughs> and it was, yeah, and it, it was very cool. Like maybe it's the PS5's uh, upgrade from the PS4, maybe it's my TV. I don't know. But it was the first time I ever played something, and I noticed that 60 frames per second oh, wow. difference. 
Um, yeah. and I, it, yeah, it's neat. Um, the game's great. The game is great. Like I said, I, I'm still replaying it. I'm going to keep replaying it. Uh, my biggest gripes are a little bit here and there with the story. Um, and I, I told you, uh, you know, my big, my big thing is the ending of the story. Uh, felt a little, I don't know. Uh, so huh. first of all, um, the, the moment where he's our Spider-Man, that's like, that's an 11 out of 10 fantastic, yeah. right? <laughs> but the stuff with Tinkerer, that, so, this game is great. <laughs> I just yeah. want to establish that. But the stuff with Tinkerer <laughs> at the end, the fight, it's funny, I know, I'm going to I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit. I know you love that fight. I got a little I really annoyed with yeah. the Tinkerer fight. Um, it was a little pain in the ass. I near, don't know near the end, I was getting was. a little... Yeah, yeah, it got a little. I don't want to use the word repetitive because I think I long. was also being very. I was doing things very poorly. Like I definitely take fault in some of it, but at I other times I was like, yeah. I've done this like six times. Like, at yeah. what point is this me versus the game? Um, there was a few times where I think it was like just how I was angled. Yeah, kind of messed yeah. up my some of my takedowns where it would be like, oh, because I'm angled this way, it caused her to fly out of the building. And that kind of messed up. You gotta redo my it. Damage. Yeah, it was definitely like, oh, does that does that like count well, against her? Like, well, like when you, yeah. I couldn't tell you how many times I got the opening you needed, but I was too yes. far away to hit triangle, and then yes. by the time I was close enough, the opening's gone. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's, so, but anyway, th- that I'm not even docking the game really for that fight. Like, I'm just I'm bringing it's, it up. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, yeah. Well, and it's first, tough. and and while I'm talking about fights, so first of all, before I go into the story stuff. Uh, the Prowler fight might be my favorite fight in a Spider-Man game. Like that, that fight was phenomenal. Yes. It was so much fun because you couldn't just go invisible. Prowler would throw all of his stuff everywhere, and you couldn't just use your venom because he would counter it with clones or something. Like yeah. that fight was so good because you had to really think about where he was going to be and what he was going to do. But at the same time, it wasn't impossible, and that's what I liked about it. Um. Uh, so going back to the story, that was one of those uh, fights where I just want to mention. I thought oh, yeah. it, was, it was really effective and it was like really good because it felt like a emotionally tough fight. It was definitely like, man, this is, they're going at it like really hard. And it's definitely it's tough on both characters because it's like they don't want to fight each other, but they're they're at, at odds with their principles. Um, I was like, there was definitely a point where I was able to like angle it where it felt a little cheap, but I like whipped his ass at one point because it was just like he wasn't able to move <laughs> it's like at a corner so i was just like boom 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 boom, boom, boom. just like, like knocking him down as hard as i can <laughs> it was super satisfying but so to go into the story bits that i was a little upset with and it it's not it's like i said it's barely something i didn't like but i really didn't want the tinkerer to die is basically what it comes down to um i really enjoyed her character a lot. Um, and I think the reason I didn't like her death wasn't even so much that she died, which that is part of it. I, I wish she was still alive because I liked her character. Um, I, I could see her playing more of a prowler role in a sequel, whereas the prowler is the villain. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. However, uh, my biggest issue was her, her turn of like heart, I guess. After you, after she beats the hell out of Miles, and then she sees Miles like broken on the ground, and she's like, "Oh no, yeah. I have to save you." It's <laughs> like, it's like that was a little bit of a like I get three sixty yeah. because yeah. It, because you just did this to him, like yeah, like if it was like they were fighting, then Miles ran off, fought someone else, and then she saw like, oh my god, like 
right. This is what you're doing like, for I the city. This. It was like, yeah. no, you caused this. You did this to him. This wasn't even <laughs> rocks true. on. This was yeah. you. Um, but, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, so, I think so that's, that, that's, like, that's fair criticism. Yeah, like like her sacrifice just felt it felt off because the like I right. wish there was something in between the tinkerer fight and the sacrifice. That's all. Yeah. Like I just think I think there should have been some kind of bridge that I'm not even smart enough to tell you what that is. I just wish there was something bridging those moments because it felt, it felt right, but it felt forced if that's right. possible. Um, yeah. no, I, that I being that. said, I still love the, the miles moment on the ground with the, with the Harlem people. I, I still like the sacrifice too. Like that moment is such a beautiful yes. moment. I, I just didn't like how it happened. Uh, that being said, that's why I give it an eight and a half out of 10. Mm. Um, so I dock it a point half, and a half. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's for a combination of some, you yes. know, gimmicky things in the gameplay, plus a short story that ends a little offbeat for me. Um, just for reference, I, I do give the original Spider-Man 10 out of 10. Like that to me is a perfect game. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. That's, that's like a fantastic. Maybe a nine and a half at most, but, yeah. but that's, but and I think it's important to, to note that because miles is a great game. It's an eight yeah. and a half. Like that's a fantastic game, I like I said I'm gonna keep replaying it. I'm, I'm a I'm a yeah. I, I I look at my PlayStation. I'm like, do I really want to play something else, or am I just gonna <laughs> play Miles? And I've been just playing Miles, and there's just gonna play Miles. I'm yeah. probably gonna try and platinum it. That's great. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's really great. I wanted to point out, um, it has like technically like three endings, but like I like all of those endings. I think they're all a lot of fun. Uh, there's like. I, I would so I would split up as uh, the Harlem the Harlem ending is really good with like Miles is like kind of the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that it was um there's yeah there's like three endings. There's like the Harlem ending, which is kind of like Miles in the neighborhood, and then uh, there's the kind of secret ending with or no 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 um no uh the first ending I would count as Miles and Peter being back, uh and that's a great like oh great one shot with the two of them beautiful that that's like the, the the last page of a of a good run on spider-man that's like that's what that's what you want out of like a good like my um a good like mile series is like the last page of the two of them like webbing flipping into Web. into the yeah into into the next uh into that next adventure that's a good like hell yeah let's go um and then the i would, I would say like second ending is like the, the teaser of like what's coming with uh with um harry yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like what's going on? That's a really good like. Oh shit! That's they're they're very much being like, hey, it's coming. Spider Man three, Peter Parker two. Uh, that's the that's when it's coming. That's um, so I actually wanted to end on this. So let's talk about that now. You know that yeah. that definitely sets up for the next Peter Parker, right? Um, and and I thought it was cool that they basically it was like the same end credit scene as the first game, but with yeah. Kurt Connors, which was basically. The- Another reveal is Lizard. He's also Lizard's coming. coming. And you <laughs> know what? I was like, I'm all for it. This is awesome. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I also awesome. watched a YouTube video that pointed out that like they called it a success or something. And that's why Norman huh. wants to take Harry out. So like Harry's been in the vat of right. Venom stuff for a year. Um, so it, it worked, whatever they were doing. So I'm curious to see maybe the symbiote has to be a part of Harry. Like it can't come off. You know, I'm curious right. to see if we'll get a black suit Spider-Man in any way. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, there's a lot like they they in this stupid end credit scene that's basically the same as the last one they leave so yeah. much wanting for more and i love it and yeah. uh i guess i guess my question to you is so the next one 
Do you think it will be both Spider-Man or just Peter Parker? I think it's going to be both. Okay. The way they set it up, especially at the last screen of of this one, having Mm -hmm. Peter and Miles, I think you're going to have like two gameplay systems of like, you want to, do you want to play as Peter? Do you want to play as Miles? And they'll, they'll have different abilities. They'll have different advantages uh, for each character and like what you can do. I think there's definitely going to be, can be difficult when you start getting into the idea of like, we obviously, it's not, not a spoiler because it's, I mean, we're in spoiler territory. So yeah. yeah. I, I guess like I would say like in terms of speculation, you're probably going to get a, a symbiote suit because they, they mentioned in the interview on the about the first game, they were like, "Hey, you didn't have any of the alternate suits, be the symbiote one." And they're like, "Oh, we 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 wanted to save it for like a special moment um, in the game." So that they know what they're doing, and it's going to be a big thing when you get the the symbiote suit. All right. So um, the reason I think you're right on both of that is that there's a symbiote suit, and we'll play as Miles again. Um, is and I'm actually going to give this is full credit stolen idea. Uh, the guy's name is. He, he goes by great, great YouTube name, Caboose. That's it. Just Caboose. That's fantastic. Like, right. Yeah. Great. Right. Uh, so Caboose, he's a YouTuber that he's doing a lot of Spider-Man and actually Mortal Kombat 11 stuff. Uh, yeah. So you should probably check him out, Brandon. But uh, see what, what he's about. Yeah. He uh, he talked about his theory that not only will you play as both Spider-Man and also Peter will get the black suit. But when Peter eventually gets dark because of the black suit. You have to fight him as Miles. I'm just gonna say, not sure about this guy because I, uh, I have the same idea. We had talked <laughs> about this a few episodes ago, actually, because it was like my whole pitch was that you play as Peter and you you upgrade certain stuff, and then when you switch over to Miles, you have to fight Peter with those upgrades. You did um, say that. Yeah, you did. I'm you just totally saying. did. We have the, we have proof actually. Yeah, yeah we. We he got him. <laughs> we got first. you, son of a bitch. Yeah, we should do. We're on the beat. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> we're out here. We're we're the man of the people. We're a podcast of the people. Yeah, we are yeah. saying what they're thinking. But no, I I I, I think that's totally true. I think we're it's like like minds um, think alike and all that stuff. But like, I think it's definitely going to be a cool. Like, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be fun to get um, basically like a Spider-Man game. That's gonna be really fun to have that. Um, I don't know what the yeah. I'm, I'm curious what. I'm curious if they call it. Uh, it'd be tough because I feel like, in terms of marketing, I would think Sony would probably be like, we need to label it as like the new Spider-Man shit. Like not just because that's one letter well, it's like off. Like how they'll never use Spider-Man as a movie title. Like it's yeah. got to be Spider-Man something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man. But yeah, it, it has to be like Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the full title. It's it's tough. It but I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it and what what it means for uh especially going forward and especially like hoping this is a good uh, I mean we talked about last episode. I hope this is a good uh lesson for developers to be like maybe just make single player games, like maybe just focus on one character and be able to like really uh finely tune that not calling out anyone recently for <laughs> for games that come out this year in September. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next and yeah, what this means for Spider-Man or Sony Spider-Man. Because um, it's, it's specifically like this universe and 
what this character is going to be like. The yeah. game reverse. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, so those are scores. Nine out of ten. Eight and a half out of ten. I mean, good. that's good basically point. an 8.75 average. So off yeah. the top of my head. So it's a great game. Probably the best game you can get this holiday season. Oh, like, definitely. Absolutely. Speaking of the holidays, why don't we get into our Christmas? So we got we have two Christmas segments for, here for you folks. First one, we're going to do a quick one through of if you could pick any Christmas classic and turn it into a game, what would it be? So why don't we do that first? I'll go first with this one. I have a joke answer and then a real one. but <laughs> I only have one. It's kind of both, to be honest. It's yeah. kind of both a joke and serious. Um, my answer, my answer, I would say Home Alone. And the reason being is... I, I would like almost like a what, what was that old website that we people used to play video games on like uh yeah like a Newgrounds yeah. game kind of a thing like where it's yes. like a simulator so the whole idea would be that you have your house and you have x amount of traps and you could set them up wherever you want and then you would basically <laughs> yeah. simulate okay what happens now at night kind of like so so like Night comes almost like Five Nights at Freddy's styles, but you have traps. So you set these traps, right. and then when you're ready, you hit ready, and then like the thieves or robbers, or burglars, whatever you want to call them, the guys come yeah. in, and it's like, okay, how does it? How do your traps affect them? And basically, do you get robbed or do you survive another night? And it just keeps going and going and going, and yeah. it gets hard. Like each night would get harder. You know, maybe there's more robbers. Maybe they're hard. Yeah. Maybe they're smarter. They avoid traps. I but that that would be my like. I think that would be a fun little simulator game. Like I'm thinking, okay, hear me out on this. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking the developer of Five Nights at Freddy's. That's yeah, uh, absolutely. That kind of style of like you, you got to keep. Um, I don't know if it's like exact exact same the gameplay, but I feel like you, it would be fun to like first person. You have to you have to figure out like when to when to set off these traps and how to how to get as many as possible before they get to you. I um yes yeah. <laughs> and it would be a fun little like yeah. like a little like I said a simulator game whatever you want to call it. I, I like I yeah. think it would be I think that could actually be a lot of fun and yeah. yeah. So so, so my, what are your holiday games? <laughs> my joke answer is I gotta put that up front because I feel like if I said this, it's not even really a joke. It's actually like kind of want this now. Um, it's a Wonderful Life as a as a game, but um, he <laughs> just like mostly a continuation of because I think. I have talked about this. I think I don't know if I thought this on the pod, but I've talked to several people about this. Every year uh, I watch It's a Wonderful Life because it's my favorite movie. Um, I, I I go I go back and forth about if, if like about what's my favorite movie, but like if I were just to, to just decide like for the rest of my life, what well, I'd probably say it would probably be It's a Wonderful Life. So it's like one of my favorite movies. It's just like really beautiful. I really love the message. Um, I have 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 a tradition to watch it with my nana every year which is always really fun unfortunately probably won't be able to do that this year which is a good reminder to um i know it's gonna be tough around the holidays but everybody keep safe make sure you can uh keep sane especially but like you know it's gonna be a rough few months until yeah. we get a, a, a safe plan for the vaccine and as much as it makes me sad not being able to keep up this up, 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 up this tradition May I'll be, I'll be able to keep it in spirit with a video game version of It's a Wonderful Life I'll be able to play. But I've always said that It's a Wonderful Life, I think I every year I, I try to come up with a new fan theory of what the game 
or what the movie has and i and it's always kind of a joke thing where i think mr potter i think he's immortal um or just i think because he, he he starts that movie when george Riley is a kid yeah. the same like he looks exactly the same as he does by the end of the movie oh and, yeah like, they, this dude yeah. is a hundred years old like this he has and i and i always thought of a sequel would be like his son having to ba- battle it out against mr potter um in this way of like, I've always thought it's a wonderful life is very influenced or not even influenced, but like reminds me of like my favorite Superman stories where, uh, the moral or like lesson is kind of like the, like, I think kindness is, is, is like the greatest strength you can have and being able to like affect other people. It like even one person can affect the world. And I think that's a really beautiful message. And I think like Mr. Potter, I could see him, suiting up in, in in like a Lex Luthor-esque like mecha suit of just like him having to fight uh George Bailey Jr. in in, in that in that game. So that's like mine would yeah. be like a beat em up. Um <laughs> actually it'd be an adaptation of its more play, but it's focused each level is uh like a scene in the movie. You had to like each one is like you had to fight Mr. Potter's goons like uh Streets of Rage or like a like a side scrolling beat 'em up. So it's just yeah. you walking down, so he's like dip 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 and just like you knocking people like uh and just kinda of <laughs> fall over. But they um yeah, yeah, you have all, all the like depression era foods to like uh keep, keep you good. <laughs> it's like stale bread and like um, meat pie. <laughs> yeah, you, you can call in uh you can call in that jackass of a friend, uh, you, who ha- um, I don't remember his name, but he's the guy. He he's the guy who's like, he's from high school with George Bailey, and he's like, hee haw. He always does that goofy ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, it's what's great is that that's the most accurate thing in the movies. That like everyone one hundred percent has a friend from high school who still makes an inside joke that no one else gets, but it's like, huh, yeah, that's funny, man. It's they like, A, don't shit. get, yeah. or B, just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, like, or they never cared, either way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this this dork. Um, so you can call him, and he goes, hee-haw, and it, <laughs> it gives you a health boost. Um, gives you, like, a bonus for 30 seconds. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, gives you all powerful. Like, uh, uh, attack power. <laughs> it's, it's like Colossus in the... Uh, the X-Men game, where it's just his power-up is just him yelling, like, ah! um, <laughs> and that's just, like, what happens to uh, Jimmy Stewart in real life as well, um, but uh, yeah, th- and then you had to fight through Pottersville to get back. Um, I'm more, I, this is a joke answer that turned into more of a real you answer. Pretty serious I love, it. yeah, I, it's, well, it's my favorite movie, and like, um, yeah, and, th- and then the, the end of the game is, uh, yeah, you have to fight Clarence. He's actually he's actually evil. He turns he turns evil, and he's like, "I gotta fight you from my wings," and you gotta keep the shit out. <laughs> Clarence, that's a twist. That's my twist in the game. Uh, and, and the best part is, aren't you his son? <laughs> What's his name's son? You said. Oh oh, yeah. <laughs> I scrapped that idea pretty early on. I'm like, never mind. Um, okay, the end. The end of the game is actually Mr. Potter. Clarence returns to help his son, but yeah. he's like, no, I don't need you. you can, yeah, you, you um. Okay, so you you, you play as George Bailey, and the, the final boss is Mr. Potter in like a in like a mech suit. You gotta you gotta fight him, and you get a call on Clarence. He can come down. Like if if you, if you get knocked into the water, you can you can call on Clarence, and he'll pick you up out of the water. 
Yeah. Clarence is the secret boss, the secret oh. hard boss. That's what it is. <laughs> he's like his aura. Yeah. He, yeah. You gotta he's, like he's Zora first. Game. <laughs> <Don't buy him. laughs> yeah. He's like, every time I bow wings, I get more wings and there's <laughs> like millions of wings. Like, <laughs> in that case, in that sense, it's like, uh, um, uh, it's like, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, the, the, the Undertale. Right. Yes. <laughs> he's able to re- rewind the clock yeah it's, it's like <laughs> yeah it's like it uh it's a yeah it's very yeah he's like um yeah it's it's on like a timer so you have to knock off his wings before he, he gets more of them before the bell rings uh and he gets more but that's yeah that's uh yeah but basically and then uh yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think anything else but yeah that's the um that's the beat-up version of it's a wonderful life that started off as a joke answer is very much a real answer now. Yeah. Why don't we move on from that to whatever your quote-unquote real answer was going <laughs> Now I, I, I spent all, all my energy on <laughs> joke answer. Uh, my real answer would probably be Kiss Kiss Bang Bang by Shane Black. It's one of my favorite movies. It's kind of a noir film set around Christmas. Uh, but it, I would like to have like a, a telltale version of that movie where you're trying to figure out a mystery and, but you play as Robert Downey Jr.'s character, who is not a good detective <laughs> and you kind of stumble your way to finding an answer. Um, and it's, it's set around Christmas. One of my favorite movies also, I highly re- recommend it, but I don't know how good it would be as a game. Uh, I think it's one of I've actually never uh, seen it, so I don't really have much to input oh, about it other than what you got to say. It's fantastic. I think you, you would like it a lot, actually. It's, like, super funny, really uh, quick-witted, and it's two years before Iron Man had come out. Um, so it's cool to see oh, wow. RDJ, and, in, in like, he's still, like, at the top of his game, too. He's so funny in that movie. But I'm actually leaning more towards the Into Wonderful Life being my, my real answer. So I really want to make that game now. So... That about wraps it up here at Caffeine Co-op. Um, we will also be discussing... So, you know, first of all, of course, like always, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, next week, so this episode did come a little late because of the Thanksgiving holiday, you know. Uh, but we are going to keep to our original schedule. So while this episode will be dropping on huh? two... <laughs> yeah, without, not, <laughs> without, without asking Brandon, we will be recording <laughs> another episode this week, basically. Uh, because this episode you'll be listening to comes out on December 8th. Dog, you're dog, uh, what now? Our next episode will come out December 15th. So, Brandon, make sure you wash that mic early and get ready for another one. Um, scrub it up. Yeah. Getting, <laughs> just uh, dump it in bleach. Just the whole <laughs> mic goes in. Um, I might as well. Yeah. How much spit goes on the thing. We have another Christmas theme segment for you then. Look forward to our best Christmas lists. Uh, you'll have to wait and see what the list entails because it's not just. It's not a straight answer. I don't know how else to tease it. Um, (laughs) uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Like I said before, at the start of the podcast, make sure you like, uh, follow, subscribe, however it is on your podcast platform of choice. And if you want a chance at those – if you want a chance at a T-shirt, plus if you want the free pogs, make sure you leave us a five-star review, screenshot it, and send it to – Brandon, where can they find you? 
<laughs> oh yeah, so uh, I brand on on Twitter. Uh, my phone number is five five five. So so make sure you send those yes. screenshots of those reviews to at Brandon Hyde on Twitter or me at the underscore Philly Gamer. Uh, Brandon, where else can they find your awesomeness on the internet? They can find me blabbering away also on Hide and Go Seek podcast. They can find me scribbling away those words at. Uh, wigmen.com uh, there's going to be some essays coming up I promise that <laughs> Dragon Ball Super essay will be finished at some point and I will be writing also a Final Crisis essay at some point about one of my favorite comics of all time um, and why it's more relevant today than it's ever been you can do other things you can um, a good uh, good well, well wishing this holiday season keep safe keep sane uh, support small businesses if you can, um, especially bookstores and artists online need, uh, especially this time of year. I know it's, it's difficult, but if you can, so um, it's great being able to like support people who are working uh, full time, but also are doing art on the side. That's always something like the people who make your art aren't going to be the ones at these huge corporations. They're the ones who are toiling away. Uh, doing this on the side who are just trying to get th- 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 through the year. I know it's been tough on everyone, but if you can support indie bookstores, support indie artists, um, any way you can, uh, every little bit helps. Well said. Just keep that in mind this holiday season as I spend $100 on Amazon as well. No, you can do both. Remember, you can do both. Yeah, I mean, that's important. It's um, I'm not saying like you, ha- you I'm not going I'm I'm to demonize anyone, but like if you can, just it's good to be able to like here and there. Um, Agreed. And, and it doesn't even have to be like have to be the holiday season you can do it all year round which i should believe do. it or not they're gonna it's, still be there well hopefully be, yeah, yeah i hope so <laughs> but it's yeah uh again uh also support uh small podcasts um oh, that's yeah. a <laughs> you can find me on twitter at the underscore philly gamer but also um you know i i have a twitch same thing the underscore philly gamer but really i mean first of all i i haven't streamed this year basically at all it's you know it's been a year but um I'm going to just say, like, this is my focus, and people know that, like, caffeine co-op I put my heart and soul into, so I truly, if, if you're listening to this, if you listen to the whole episode, well, first of all, good for you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, first of all. This is this is the if you want to find me, this is where you find me, caffeine co-op, so you already found it, thanks for listening, please consider giving us that five-star review and a like, and tell your friends and everything, all that sort, that might yeah. listen to dorky video game nonsense of all kinds. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are out.